0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, October 19th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger, And I'm Brett Goodeman We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to continue our series on Hebrew words and why they are important. But before we get into that, let us calm our hearts and minds with prayer.
0: Let us pray. Gracious God, in the living of our days and in the choices we make, may we testify to your power, your love, and your way of life. Amen.
1: Our scripture today comes from the book of Numbers, the sixth chapter, verses 22 through 27. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus you shall bless the Israelites. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. Lord, make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks
0: be to God. God. We're continuing, as Tara said, we're continuing with our sermon series called Hebrew 101, Seven Hebrew Words Every Christian Should Know. Tara, what Hebrew word should we know and why should we know it?
1: So the word is shalom, S-H-A-L-O-M. And it is important to know because it's one of the foundational Um, ideas of both Judaism and Christianity. We often translate it as peace, but I think it has a deeper meaning in terms of meaning kind of this wholeness, this um, not only a restoration of way things might've been before, but even uh, fuller than they've been Mm. at any other time before. Mm. And so it's talked about a lot in the Old Testament and then Jesus carries that through, and I think it's really the foundation for what we think of as the kingdom of God. What do you know or like about shalom?
0: Yeah, as as you, I love I love how you pointed out um, in the in the restoration. It's not just a going back to the way things were. Uh, it's it's something restoring what was old into something new. Um, so I I love that distinction that you drew. Um, and I think that, as you said, looking forward, um, it's, it's this vision of the kingdom of God. It's that uh, fancy theology word, you know, eschatological. When we look at um, what is to come is this idea. Yeah, the word is almost a concept of, of shalom, of, of everything in its completeness and its wholeness and its trueness.
1: Yeah. And I like to juxtapose it to like the idea of being broken. Mm. Right. And I don't mean broken as in not useful. I mean, broken as in not whole. And um, until we are with God, either in the eschaton or in new life, until then there is a part of us that is missing, that longs for God and shalom would be the restoration of that, the missing piece. And we are All full of that kind of peace in our lives.
0: Yeah, I love that. So, uh, what do you think that it means to be, as you said, we know, you know, we talked about being full in the eschaton, but what do you think it means to be whole, to be full as God hopes for us to be today? Because we're not in
1: the eschaton. Yeah, I think if I had to give you like one definition, it would be um, wholeness is. Um, all of our desires and our will are in tune with what God wants and we choose that. It's not because mm. it has to be, it's because we have been given the choice and yet we still choose to be as close to God as possible. That's what I think of as wholeness.
0: Mm. That's really beautiful. It's, it's, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week with, with the law uh, and that, this idea of, of how things should be, you know, justice goes a lot. Uh, I think sometimes justice gets divided from when we think about peace, but justice is part of Shalom because that is being whole, right? That is being uh, full, not just in ourselves, uh, but Shalom is, Shalom isn't just necessarily completeness for myself, though. It is that, but it's a completeness in my community, it's a completeness in the world. And so wanting shalom is, is wanting shalom for uh, everyone, right?
1: I don't think you can have shalom unless the whole mm. of humanity is included. Mm. I don't think there's such a thing as like shalom for you. Yeah. Um, we may have an experience of peace in yeah. our lives, but true peace cannot exist unless all of humanity is wrapped up in it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um have have you experienced kind of um this peace, this wholeness that Jesus that Jesus or our Old Testament passage talks about?
1: I think I've certainly experienced peace and um I was talking with a friend last week about my kind of calling to come here to Huntsville and I had a whole lot of doubts and worries and but at one point, after Brian and I visited a couple of times, I knew with kind of this sense of peace that this is where I was being called. And it didn't mean it wouldn't be scary. It didn't mean it would work out. It just meant that I was sure that's where God was calling me. And I remember looking at my husband and saying, you know, if they offer me this job, what do you think? And he said, I think this is where we're headed. And so that kind of feels to me like that we tried so hard to be open to where we thought God was leading us. Mm-hmm. But when the decision was made, we had this kind of peace or wholeness about it. But that, I think that's, that, those, that happens few and far between, yeah. but it does happen. What about yeah. you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. As you said, there, there are those moments, um, where, uh, maybe a decision is made about the future or, uh, maybe something where I able to let go of, of, um, of bitterness or, or of hurt. Um, and it's almost, <laughs> it's almost like an annoying piece. Like, but I, but I want to be stressed or I want to yeah. be frustrated about this, but I cannot help know that God has put my soul in this place of utter peace, um, yeah. of, of utter wholeness in this moment. And, and, and I, at least for me, you know, I, I like being in control of things. And so uh, in that moment, I'm acutely aware that the peace is not something that I that I accomplished on my own because I wouldn't have been able to get there uh, yeah. by myself.
1: I do feel like the longer I'm stuck in my head, the less peaceful I become.
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I have a quote from Jamie Arpenrici who wrote a book called Vulnerable Faith. And this is what he writes. Shalom is what love looks like in the flesh. The embodiment of love in the context of a broken creation. Shalom is a hint at what was, what should be, and what will one day be again. Where sin disintegrates and isolates, shalom brings together and restores. Where fear and shame throw up walls and put on masks, shalom Breaks down barriers and frees us from the pretense of our false selves.:
0: I mean, why did we even have a why do we even have a podcast? Why don't we just read that quote and say right? <laughs> <That was beautiful. laughs> Thank you all for joining us today. If you enjoyed the quote from today or another one, and want to learn more, you can go to rocketcitylift.com, where we've cited and put up all quotes. Now, may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well. To care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen.
1: Amen.